0: What up, what up, what up? The Real Coach J.B. here on the Coach J.B. Show. 6 to 8 a.m. on the wake-up call, plus 1 to 4 p.m. daily for the Coach J.B. Show. Has a proud, proud proud new sponsor, Roman. Make sure you check it out, because when it comes to intimacy, we all want to feel confident. But for a lot of guys out there, erectile dysfunction gets in the way. This issue affects people differently, but is actually something that 52% of men will experience some form of during their life. So make sure you head on over to Roman. You know how when you're wearing that great outfit and everything just looks right and your confidence is soaring and you like the swag and you're feeling flashy, you can walk into a room knowing you're on A-game and is on point if you've been struggling with ED. Roman can give you that same feeling in the bedroom. Look, we all know that change doesn't happen without action. So whether you're looking for gains at the gym or better experience in the bedroom, there's never any shame and showing up for yourself and your health. So if you're dealing with erectile dysfunction, don't ignore the issue. Instead, face it head on with Roman. Proud new sponsor to Coach A.B.'s show, Roman offers a discreet process from start to finish. You can connect with a licensed medical provider via Roman's convenient online visit. Prescription ED treatments are safe, effective, and the FDA approved and used by millions of men. Free two-day shipping. If you've been struggling with ED, Roman can help rebuild the confidence during sex. Head on over to ro.co slash today. And if approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ed treatment. That's ro.co slash jb. ro.co slash jb. And head on over to Roman. Tell him coach jb sent you. Proud new sponsor to coach jb show. Appreciate you. Peace. What up, what up, what up, man? The Real Coach JB here on the Coach JB Show, both the Wake Up Morning Show and the Daily Show. The Coach JB Show has it all, short, fat, skinny, and tall, and I want to address everybody out there who wants to get back to skinny and tall. The Coach JB Show has a new proud sponsor, Fight Camp. Make sure you check it out. As New Year approaches, we're all thinking about our health and fitness routines. Are you looking for one of the most exhilarating and effective forms of home fitness? Look no further. Did you know that at-home boxing is one of the safest and most effective forms of exercise? Bet you didn't. Allow me to introduce you to Fight Camp. Interactive at-home boxing, Fight Camp brings the best workouts in the world into your home and makes it fun. Boxing is a real great workout. In fact, a lot of football players, including myself, use it to supplement their training. It keeps the mind sharp, the body strong, the workouts are quick and efficient. You can work it out at halftime or even before the game or after. What makes it different from traditional boxing workouts is that it has live punch counting stats that motivate you even, even harder. So, without further ado, join the biggest boxing community in the world without leaving your home. Fight Camp packages start at just $99, and they even offer some great financing options. So you can get started at the low, low, low of $9 a month. To get everything you need, go to fightcamp.com slash coach jb to learn more that's fightcap.com forward slash coach jb i appreciate you peace wake up wake up wake up what up what up what up the real coach jb here on this wake up call show right here on the coach jb show right here on, the, on uh youtube my ma- main man matt michez is gonna be joining us here Two minutes, we're going to break down my top 10 quarterbacks of all time. I'm going to break down my top 10 most overhyped, quickly anointed quarterbacks of all time. And can't wait to hear the banter back and forth between me and Matt. And we're going to break down some other things that are very interesting. We're going to play a game and move around some guys along with college guys. We're going to do it all short, fat, skinny, and tall right here. Make sure you go on over to CanadaDipCBD.com. our new proud sponsor Roman R.O.C.O. slash Coach JB and Fight Camp. Best thing going. Look at me, I'm looking fit as hell. New slap gear cracking right here. CoachJBStore.com. Head on over there, get you some new gear. And uh, me and Matt are gonna get after it this morning. Appreciate everybody coming in. See you in a minute. all about this, you play for this, no matter what level you're at, you play for championship. I said, you don't need to do an interview, and we're going to make sure that I find out what is this not know If you understand somebody you. What up, what up, what up, man? Appreciate everybody joining me. Bring in the great Matt McChesney. Get this party started here. Good morning what up matt what up what up looking uh good like you've been up since three o'clock or something
1: yeah i've been a nice little 330 a.m wake up today and a little cup of joe and beat the shit out of some weights over at six zero football academy on my own and then uh the huge 5 a.m meeting today in quarterback school we were in there for about an hour and a half just breaking down formations and fronts and you know everything that you do in meetings and uh the kids were very receptive had a great meeting great morning and then uh Finished us on some pass rush moves and some uh, some technique stuff with one of my guys before he we went and played uh, this evening, and uh, now we're about to wake up the country, baby. Let's go, baby. Wake up calls, fucking rolling. It's Thursday, let's fucking go. Hey, we got
0: fucking great guests joining us tomorrow. I was gonna surprise you today, but tomorrow, Noel Mazzoni's gonna join us in the morning. We're gonna get after some exes. My guy. O's. Uh, me, Noel, and, and Matt, if you don't know who Noel Mazzoni is, you need to look it up. He's the current offensive coordinator in the USFL. He's been at Arizona State, Auburn, Arizona, UCLA. I mean, I can keep going and on and on and on. So he's the guy that's going to come on tomorrow. We're going to talk some X's and O's tomorrow with him. Um, and then we're, we're going to announce a little announcement tomorrow as well on the show live. So uh, Ooh, Is this all- what
1: I think it is?
0: Yep, so Matt's involved with it, with myself and, and Noel, and we'll break yes, that down. Dope. We'll break that down tomorrow. Um, You can get some you can get some gear at CoachABStore.com right there, short, fast, city, and tall. You can get it all. If you want a football sign, I'm doing a limited edition football. Hate me now, love me later right there. So go to coach Plus, all the new Coach JB gear is right here. Plus, we will have 6-7 Academy on here too. 60. Zero. 60 zero Academy. I keep fucking that up so bad. Uh okay. I'm the worst at
1: numbers and names. Man, I can't worst. I can't remember anybody's fucking name. And if I don't write shit down, I will forget it in five seconds.
0: Oh, dude, I'm the fucking worst. And it's like, fuck, I, I, I'm like trying to go through so many fucking things on my own. I'm like, dude, Six Zero Academy, what Matt does is unbelievable. Everyone in the country knows what he's doing with these kids. He'll have his gear up here too, his merch. You see he's rocking it. Plus we have his logo right there on the screen. So check it out, Um, um Man, Kaiser said, I don't know what I just did. Kaiser just said... Um, See you upsetting Cal Saturday. They are. At least give it some confidence. Matt was there to speak, dog. This is the real. People don't realize. They when are. They're going to. That are passionate. Usually the team actually balls that week. I, I don't know if I've ever spoke to a team on the week of a game that they didn't win.
1: <laughs> well, I went up there and, on Tuesday and really talked to them about. You know, there's a lot of, like, ex-players that go back, and they sit there, and they're like, back in my day when we were great, and I I don't like taking that route. If they want to learn about the history, they can go read the media guide, right? They know. Coach, the head coach isn't going to walk some chump out there that can't fucking play. There's no fans out there talking to the team and shit. They know. They know me, and I've worked with so many of the guys. I've placed so many of them there, and I've worked with so many of them that there's really some mutual respect there just between ball between players and coaches. So I talked to him about, you know, just the entire country is is shitting on you right now. Like you're your own five. You've been everyone's covering you in dirt saying you're not going to win a game. You are in control of this. You have a chance to cal walks in here Saturday. You can walk the fucking gate on these guys and beat the shit out of them in them. And change the narrative. It's easy. You've had a week off. You're flying around in practice. Things have changed. Like the atmosphere when Darrell was there and the atmosphere at the practice I watched the other day were night and day. I mean, it was fucking crazy how different it was. So, as you know, with these young guys, it's one of the things I love about college football. It's so unpredictable because they're 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old young men. Like, they're not professionals yet. And there, there's a lot that can, a lot of momentum and emotion can be generated off of spite and things like that. And I used, you know, I I talked to coaches all over the fucking country. You know, this, all I do is recruiting, right? I place kids all over the country every weekend. We got guys, we've got like 30 guys in Boulder on Saturday just to go meet Coach Sanford and, like, really start the new regime. Even if he is the intern, he wins three or four games, he's going to be the fucking coach. So, you know, trying to build that relationship, that's what we do. And, you know, it's everything that we're doing in that regard and pushing towards that. These, these fucking kids, they have such an opportunity to go change the narrative, bro, and I think they can. Like, it, it's so easy to get them motivated off of spite. I talked to one of the coaches at Cal and they said to me, we think we can get everybody on the plane in the game this weekend. And I, I, as a business professional, I'm sitting there like, yeah, okay. Uh, I guess if that's the way you're thinking, okay, I don't work for CU. He's talking to me about recruiting and he just said it. And I look, I'm a competitor, dog, and that kind of pissed me off as that's my alma mater, and it's really the only thing I truly love in football. Everything else is business. That's my passion. Um, and I fucking use that shit. I went up and told them, like, they think they're just going to come in here and everybody on the plane is going to get on the plane afterwards with their box of fucking chicken and sit there and talk about the plays they made, and they can't wait to post them on Instagram and blah, 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 blah. Like, who the fuck are they? These guys. Lock the gates on them and make them earn every fucking inch and play your balls off for the guy next to you, and good things will happen. That's the way this fucking works. So, look, yeah. I think that regardless of what perceived talent level in college, and you know this better than anyone, bro, That if there's true parity between players. There's very few true superstars. Every other kid, you find out how to motivate them, Condition them mentally and physically as hard as humanly fucking possible, so they are hard mentally, and can and will fight. That's all I care about. Be in shape to go to war, and then fucking fight when it's when we have three hours on Saturday to get down, and you get to tape your fucking mitts, and you get to put on a helmet and and armor and go fucking physically assault another human for your brothers to win a game like there's nothing better than laying on the field totally exhausted victorious the great Vince lombardi said that there's no better feeling on earth and i agree so when you sell out and you put a week of work into with this and a whole off season and everything else that goes into this and it's not just three hours of fantasy football entertainment for some fucking fan Bro, there's no better payoff in the world. That's why we do this shit. That's why we do what we do. There's a difference between only football reason, fans and football people.
0: Only fucking – well, this is the thing I'll say like that I'll sum all that up right here saying this. People don't realize – I used to tell my young coaches when I cussed them out and everyone said I'm an asshole. Dog, we work the game. We don't watch the game. Exactly. I tell coaches that shit every day. People think they're in the press box, all this shit. Oh, but fucking spin move. I used to cuss their dumbass out. I heard like, <laughs> fucking bitch, you're working the game. We ain't fucking watching the game. Go in the fucking stands in, motherfucker, and I'll take your check away. You fucking dumbass. We got so many coaches out here watching the game instead of coaching the game. And well, you know it, what, Be
1: honest. They don't know how to coach the game, dog. Well, that that's the thing is I don't think that there's I really think that there's a lack of really, really good coaches. Like, there's guys that can motivate, but I don't know if there's guys that can really teach as much as they say they can. Like, look, I'm not one of these guys that says you if you play the position, you can't coach another position. But, but even as professional as I am, and I can coach both sides, O-line and D-line, You put me on an NFL team, I could coach coach both fucking sides of the ball for you if I had to. Easy. I have my master's degree in football. I don't think I could go coach the linebackers correctly, though. I don't think I could go coach the secondary correctly. I think I could help the quarterback read defenses and watch film, but I'm not comfortable out there taking them through drill work and drops and steps and shit. That's not my fucking expertise. So when I see, like, for example, my, my offensive line coach with the Broncos was a guy named Rick Dennison, who played outside linebacker. Like, what? He never played offensive line in his life. And yes, I played three technique and nose tackle and defensive end, and then moved to offensive line in the NFL for fucking four years and played God knows how many snaps on offensive line. So, my expertise is both sides of the ball. He was just an outside linebacker, bro. And when he would try and teach me something on the offensive line, I would look at him sometimes like, what the fuck are you even talking? Like, what are you even fucking talking about? And that's the difference here is a lot of today's players are too cowardly or don't know how to talk to coaches. Like, As a coach, you're not going to offend me if you talk back to me. If we're talking about football, you're not talking back. We're conversating. It just happens to be that I said motherfucker eight times and I might be yelling at you. You can yell at me back. I'm not going to get all fucking. I'm not going to pee my pants and walk around. Oh, my God. Coach yelled at me or the kid yelled at me. And I don't know if I can coach anymore today. Like, come on.
0: Hey, let's wake everybody up. Let's wake everybody up this morning. I got a little drill. I want to do a little drill. I want to coach the novice up. I want to coach them up. I got some indie film, some one-on-one drill shit that I I filmed everything when I was at India, of course. Um, and we had pretty damn good film. And first of all, I want to talk about where you are as an O-line coach and a D-line coach. This is purely ad-lib. I have a script, a little bit to follow, but we're not, we're gonna jump off it real quick. I want to tell the novice fans. Cause I ripped my coaches, by the way, on this drill right here, and I want you to understand. I want you to tell everybody where you would be if you were the O-line coach and the D-line coach. Let me share and show what I'm talking about here, real quick. Um, I'm gonna make it big. So, Got it. my O-line right, coach for this drill is this USO right here. I brought out here from Hawaii. That's my O-line guy, all right? He's the O-line coach. This is my D-line coach, a 30-year veteran, Compton Dominguez, Coach Richard Sherman. I mean, he's coached a bunch of NFL guys. This is my young linebacker, defensive line assistant, all right? I moved him from linebackers to D-line. He's actually my film guy, too, so he's making sure the fucking film's legit. So, where would you like to be if you were the O-line coach? Uh, I...
1: Personally, as the offensive line
0: coach, sorry, Matt, this is the fucking O line on this side.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you're doing you're doing one on ones, right? This is just one on ones, yeah. Yeah. So if I'm the offensive line coach personally, I would like to be behind the offensive line, so I can see what's going on with every player. I wanted my
0: O line coach fucking right here and moving as the person went. Yeah. And I I still got. That's why I have this angled camera. I said, dude, you're not going to be in my shot. I said you I want you to coach fuck it we'll get the shot. But if he's up right here, Matt, correct me if I'm wrong,
1: I kind of want you here or here. Just- yeah, I want you behind I want you behind the offensive line because look, I want to practice good good uh techniques here too and I first of all, I don't want the offensive line looking at me and doing hand signals with cadence. I hate that shit. Yeah. we. I just, I want to be able to change my cadence calls. So like one day we'll go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, one day we'll go pink, black, purple. One, like we, we, we're we going to have four or five different things that we can change with cadence. So the D line can't key on it. And Matt, so Matt, I'll stand behind doing, so you and mark that.
0: Yeah, so here's your deal, so you know how this is. Here's the quarterback, so everybody that doesn't understand, this is the quarterback. This is my O-line assistant coach right here. He's the one giving the count to the center. The center's just going to snap the ball at the bag, yep. and we're going to roll. So what Matt's telling you guys out there is he wants to control the cadence so that we're not just getting fucking speed rushed off the edge. We have a uh, real I hate control. that shit,
1: too. Like, as an ex-defensive lineman, I want you to change the cadence up on me, and personally... One thing that I love doing in pass rush and I do with all my guys is I actually put one of the scout team quarterbacks back here at quarterback.
0: So do I. We
1: usually do. And I I make them, I make the quarterback step in the pocket, work on his footwork, like the cadence, catch the ball. And then the defensive guy has to actually adjust to a moving target. And like, I always used to love when defensive guys would be like, Oh, I got there. I got there. And I'm like the fucking bag, dickhead. You didn't get anywhere. So like, yeah, it's pass rush is a defensive line drill number one, but yeah. it, you need to make it as hard as humanly possible on the offensive lineman and this drill. So team and the game are easy.
0: So this is this is day one spring ball of year one on the job. So okay. this is not this is not. And by the way, this is night and day from what I inherited already in spring recruiting that I got in the, in the, in the offseason. We brought in some decent ones, but these guys aren't nearly what we end up having. So, this is day one, spring one, obviously. So, I'm, I'm, I've got a lot going on. So, we, I decided to do this way so I could get more time with the Qs. And we only had like three in fucking year one spring. So, here we go. You can tell by this O lineman set right here that he's not very good. So, let's coach up one, let's coach up a rep real quick. Um, let's talk O line play real quick. I'm the O lineman. Um, You talk D-line, I'll talk O-line. I just went for the drill. We know we're not getting an inside rush right here. We're telling our guys, listen, we're going to work fucking pass set. And on this particular one, I wanted my O-line to work vertical pass set. So explain, can you explain them what vertical pass set is and kind of where you want these O-linemen to set at and why is it a vertical this way compared to jumping out here? What is the
1: difference? And let them know. So, so there's two things. Number one, if we're going to jump set and we're going to laterally step, there's two different ways to do it. We can, we can, jump, we can, so that, that is like, it's almost a jump set at him. And if we're trying to work vertical, he should be pushing off his left foot, but keeping his left foot straight. So when he kicks, he stays square to the line of scrimmage in front of him instead of turning at the man. As a pass rusher, the minute his inside arm goes at the fucking pass rusher right here, this kid should just lift the elbow, go right inside and win. Because honestly, it also it also all depends on the slide. So is the right guard coming with him or is he isolated and in an underfront and they're going away and like turning left in a four-man Louis? Right now, this kid like look, it's not a bad pass set. It's not a bad rush. I'm they're just late. The past the, the offensive lineman is being ultra aggressive, and it wouldn't work if the defensive lineman immediately notices it and goes inside here. So if he it's wants it's a it's vertical like, set,
0: this is almost like fucking blocking inside zone on a solo looks like that yeah, better we, than a if, we
1: if we were pass setting this and it was uh like a, a sparrow play action look or rpo. This is this is awesome. You got the right guard coming with you. You're being really aggressive. You stone him at the line of scrimmage. The ball's gone. But if we're talking about straight pass rush, and you may be isolated as the right tackle, and you want a vertical set to make sure that you can transfer and sink. And this is what I mean by transfer and sink. The right tackle, if he vertically sets and stays on a line, and his inside foot stays up, and he keeps his stagger points in his stance. When he's contacted by the tackle, okay, there's a war triangle here. That's what I'm talking about. So if you look at the depth of the bag here, all right, the depth of the bag, all right, is here. If he's four yards deep, you draw a line over to where the defensive end is. You press out about a yard, yard and a half on the DN. The DN's first point is four yards deep to that bag. So he wants to explode up the field. So if you want a vertical set as the right tackle, you need to stay inside this first line here. As you set, so your left foot stays square with the line of scrimmage, you set out to him and your right hand's your bait hand. Your inside hand is your torque hand. So when he contacts your chest, somewhere between two and a half and three yards vertically, not taking one step and turning at him, which is one step inside the triangle. It it, it really exposed this entire line here on the outside part of this war triangle before you get to point one. So it's straight up the field, straight to the bag, straight back in. The angle back in is when he contacts you and you square up on him and make contact, you don't lose with your inside hand. The only way you can lose consistently on an offensive line, vertical set, quick set, jump set, any of that shit, is to overset. If you overset vertically, you're going to drop your inside foot, pivot, and have to run him, which you're going to lose. If you overset, in a jump set situation or a short set situation, you're going to lose. The a good defensive lineman is going to transfer inside immediately. So really the the difference between an average defensive lineman and a good defensive lineman most of the time is not their fast twitch or their get off or anything. It's their ability to recognize what the fuck is going on before the other guy. So no doubt. You know, if, uh, if you're in a, if you're in a proper alignment and an under front as a 3 technique, and you understand the whole point of an underfront is to isolate pass rushers, and the, the majority of the protections are going to go three-man slide away, and the back is going to insert in the A-gap, you can set the guard up consistently so when you know it and you see it, I always tell everybody this third-time third time rule. The first time I see it can be on film. All right? I see it on film, I recognize it. The second time I see it is during the first, second series of the game. I see what I saw on film and I go, okay, I got these motherfuckers. And then they run it and I do my job and I go, okay, now I know what they're doing. The third time I see it, I'm making the fucking play. I'm either sacking the quarterback. I'm in the backfield as a TFL. So that that now I, now it's a tendency. Now it's a trait. That's the third time I've seen it. We're rolling. So, you know, I, that's why I love football, man, so much. It's such a fucking chess game in your head. And
0: and it you know no. there's a lot of
1: people a lot of people that think it's checkers and you can drool on yourself and play checkers all you want but i'm over here dissecting shit so yeah um all right let's move into some shit that gets
0: this uh this day's jump started i wanted to show some people some novice folks that that deal there um let's get into. i want to get into this uh we got we got We got a new segment of the show, obviously, we said yesterday. We got the pre-snap, we got the post-snap, we got first and 10, third and long. We got a two-minute drill. We'll be starting all this on Monday. But let's get into the pre-snap read here. Um, Pre-snap read, all right? Um, Let's get into it. I want to get into this debate. Belichick-Brady debate. I have a theory. I just want to hear it. The soft culture, the day of what we are always, me and you are always the old man on the front fucking lawn yelling about the players demanding trades under contract, the portal, it's transforming upwards, etc. Where do you, where do you stand with the Belichick Brady debate? It's either Brady was the reason they won, Belichick's the reason they won. Brady left and came back and won a Super Bowl somewhere else. He actually beat New England head to head last year. Blah, blah, blah. I think Belichick has lost the reins on the Patriots because of the culture and the new free agency, which he once dominated and he cannot do anymore because of the player ran league that can demand trades, get the bag play don't play when they don't want to play and puts those guys a guy like belichick in very where in a way of harm's way um is it belichick or brady the reason they won six?
1: Oh shit man it's both i mean i i don't i i hate the argument where we, i've got to pick one of the two it look walsh and montana okay it was perfect, Shanahan and Elway. It was perfect, and the coach and the player both knew it, and they got the most out of the situation. It, it, it. There's nothing worse than having like the Dolphins had Dan Marino for fucking 18 years or whatever and never won a Super Bowl. That's that's not Dan's fault. He's a fucking incredible player. That's the Dolphins being inept and not being able to fucking win with Dan. You can't win with Dan Marino. What? Are you, what? What? I mean that's not just on Dan. So football is the ultimate team sport, and if you ha- if you identify that you have a generational talent at quarterback, and you're not doing everything humanly possible as the coach to max maximize that and and like really massage that relationship, I mean that you shouldn't be coaching. Period. So you know it's when you have Tom Brady and you're on a roll. Look, the first three Super Bowls he won, Tom Brady game managed the shit out of everything. They ran the shit out of the ball if you remember correctly and with with Smith and all those other guys and they played unbelievably good defense. And it was before all the rule changes and they beat the shit out of the wide receivers and Rodney Harrison was killing everyone and they really attracted a lot of good defensive players there because they had Tom Brady and they were winning. And that's what happened. When you win, you attract people. To All right, me, let to me you stop play. you right there, though.
0: I think they had those players most likely on defense, though, because of Tom Brady's sacrifice and the ability to say, I will play for less if you that's can get me Lawyer Malloy. Because that's I don't see a lot of whiteouts. As you saw, he won with a bunch of fucking slow white guys. And they had the year they had Randy Moss, they didn't win it.
1: Well, I mean, look, his skill position players notoriously have been, with the exception of Welker and Moss, they've been extremely average. I mean, they're good players, but they're really average, which also speaks to his greatness. So, look, a lot of it is coaching and putting Tom in a good position to be successful. It's the perfect system for him. He's taken that system to Tampa Bay. To be completely honest with you, the Tom Brady offense – in my personal opinion is perfect. It's the perfect way to attack off defenses if you have the personnel. Run the football, control the time of possession, take advantage of opportunities when you get it. Tight end centric, multiple tight ends, lots of movement, lots of motion, taking advantage of weaknesses in the defense when you see it. He's the best at identifying things at the line of scrimmage. He got it from he watched Manning do it, he adopted it, he learned how to do it. And he's almost better at it than Peyton was, and that's saying something. So I can't wait to talk about this top 10 quarterback list with you because I already wrote mine down. Um, Brady is the GOAT, and Belichick is the GOAT. And anybody who says Belichick's not is like you're, you're, you've got a bias. The guy has close to 10 Super Bowl rings. I think he's got nine total. He learned from the big tuna. He's been around some of the best players ever, but there's one concrete fact that Bilicek will tell you when he retires. He won't say it now. Parcells will say it. Every good coach on earth is going to say it. You included. If you give me a quarterback that can't play, we are going to lose. And if you give me a quarterback that can play, we are going to fucking win. And that my friends is the bottom goddamn line because Good quarterback play attracts players. Everybody wants to go play with that dude. As an offensive and defensive lineman, there's only so much I can do to affect the game. I never touch the ball. Unless you fuck up on offense, it's the only time I touch the ball on defense. And then offensively, unless I'm snapping the ball, I I never touch it, ever. You never want the ball to touch my hands. So there's only so much I can do as a guard, center, tackle, defensive lineman, right? Right. This guy touches the ball every play. He dictates the play calls. If you're not, if you don't have a quarterback that can walk up to the line of scrimmage and identify under Sam Stack, strong safety course, cover one fence man. Oh, my God, this guy's about to fucking come off the robber side over here, and he's loaded, blah, blah, blah. Here comes the pirate stunt, and do all that in five seconds and walk up and go, hey, easy, 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 easy. Hey, uh, Sally, 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 Tuesday, Tuesday, I said, ha and then we're rolling. If you can't do all that and know what every single position is doing, you shouldn't fucking be playing quarterback. And and it goes full circle back to what we talk about constantly, which is the ability for co- coaches to coach the schematic part of football in a way that these guys can, ar- can articulate it to each other quickly, operate fast, and everything is covered. Every base is fucking covered at the same time. And you can do it. And I I watch guys do it constantly. But it is, there are times where it gets overcomplicated. Tom Brady has made football, if you study it correctly, and I I believe that the way I study things and teach it is right, which is the New England fabric of it. I mean, I, I learned the baseline of it from Bill Callahan, but really when McDaniels was the coach in Denver, the way he taught the system, it really resonated with me in my brain. It's how I think. So it it's it's such an interesting question of who was responsible. I think that they just I think they just were both in the right time at the right place, and they were supported by good defensive play. And Robert Kraft got out of the fucking way and let Bilichek do his job. And and as a Jet and Dolphin and Bronco, I can't sit here and say, and they cheated their dick off and won a couple of times. I'm like, New England's shady as fuck, guys. Come on. They're always in trouble for some shady shit. So, you know, I, I, they they did things correctly, and Tom Brady's the goat, and that's good for him. I mean, everyone's chasing that guy. That's for goddamn sure.
0: So I want to get to a little segment we call Last Chance Q. All right, Last Chance Q, uh, brought to you by CanadibCBD.com. Coach JB promo code. All right, I want to get into this uh, thing. I got an interesting topic for you. Um, I wish I could find the fucking shit I don't know how to fucking use on here. Um, I don't see where the fuck. You love technology, don't you? I have no <laughs> fucking idea, dude. This is so fuck. I can't stand this dumb shit. All right, uh, 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 am
1: okay. going get you a typewriter.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, it was just on the fucking screen. Now I don't see it and I can't find it. All right. Did you see this? Yep. All right. Here we go. Here's the game. Thanks. On the top are some teams that need a quarterback. On the bottom left in blue, these are NFL quarterbacks that currently have a job, need a job, or will have to get a job next year. This group of red is quarterbacks in college who I think can possibly play, but that is the debate we're gonna have. And if they can fit one of these teams in the next year or two, or should they get drafted by one of these teams and sit down behind one of these guys on the left, or whoever their current quarterback is? If you see that I have question marks, Matt, this is because we don't really know about the 49ers, the Ravens, the Cardinals, the Lions, the Packers. What if fucking Rodgers says, fuck you, I'm out. What's going to happen here? What's going to happen if Tampa Bay and Brady says, fuck you, I'm done. I got to go get, get my bitch back. What's going to no. happen here? that Ryan looks decrepit? Um, it fills the guy in Chicago. Do we have to go another way before we pay him the bag? The Texans is Mills the guy. Seattle, is Gino the guy? Marietta is definitely not the guy in Atlanta. And is Tammy Hill overran his welcome? So I got all these different things. We know that Wentz is out of there. We know Baker's out of here. What are we gonna do? So Matt, let's get into it. This is our pool of people. Let's fit them into our, our teams here on what you think. Let's stay with the NFL current guys right now. So we got the commanders. They we got Wentz and Heineke. I think they need to go to Heineken right fucking now tomorrow. But let's say next year. This season's over, Matt. Me and you are the GMs of the NFL, and we're going to place quarterbacks for the respective team that we think is most conducive for these college kids and these young guys to learn. So we're controlling the narrative here. We are the ultimate last say. Where do we put, who do we put in Washington, and why?
1: So – Commanders need to bench Wentz now, um, play Heineke, and see if he can turn the season around. And if he can't, I mean, I hate to say tank, but you want to get the first pick this year. I think that there's a huge difference between between C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Will Mm -hmm. Levitz. They're all good, but C.J. Stroud's big as shit and has three inches on Bryce Young and 30 pounds. I think Bryce Young is is going to get his ass kicked in the NFL like Tua does. Um, and Will Levitz is a good player, but he is reckless as fuck with the ball. So that first pick is probably going to be CJ, if I had to guess, unless Will Anderson goes first and he's just a freak at the combine and people can't ignore that. Um, the commanders are going to be in contention to get the number one pick. Ron Revere is going to kick rocks. He won't be there next year. So, I'd imagine that it, a lot of it depends on who they hire as a head coach and who knows who's that going to be. So, I, shit, man. If I'm the commanders, they are probably go get a bridge quarterback that's not Carson Wentz because he's a turd. And then draft C.J. Stroud and fucking roll. All
0: right, let's 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 break down another deal. So, we don't want to take a run. We don't think one of these guys can play right now. Me and you are the ones picking this thing. Yep. Me and you are going to have an argument or we're going to agree. I don't want a quarterback out of college to come to this team. I think he's going to get murdered. I think his career is going to be short-lived, and he's going to be an overrated quarterback at the end of the day because of our franchise and the predicament of his end. They
1: they suck. They're terrible at developing quarterbacks. Oh, let's
0: move somebody to the Washington Commanders in a trade or in some type of aspect. I think Wentz is going to be gone. He's going to be a journeyman for the rest of his career. So Who can we go and get to the commander so we can use draft capital for an O-lineman or a linebacker or a safety or someone else in the draft. Let's get an NFL quarterback to come to this shitty team out of this pool right here. Who fits the commanders the best? Is it Jimmy G who they originally wanted? I kind of think so. That's kind of what would be pop-off at me. I also like the Mason Rudolph. Tough, blue-collar steel mill, goes up to Washington. And plays a year or so. And Heineken could be the backup. Now, I don't know anyone else. I also can see a Jared Goff going there because the Lions, in my opinion, are going to be blown up after this year. So, and I also can see a Jacoby Brissett going there. Now, if you don't like any of those and you need to have a bigger name guy than the How
1: about how about Mayfield, Sam Darnold, or or Cooper Rush?
0: So let me ask you, you're gonna trade the first most highest rated, overrated, shitty quarterback, Maker Mayfield, for the second Carson Wentz?
1: Well, they won't have to trade him, he'll be cut.
0: That's what I'm saying. So I mean, I mean, I'm just saying swap. We're gonna swap the, the worst fucking guy Maker I mean
1: Man- it, look, if they're if they're gonna draft CJ Stroud first and then and sit him and not fucking abuse him, and they hadn't need a bridge quarterback, then I, look, I would just play Heineke. I think Heineke is a better player than Mayfield anyway. So they've already got that guy on the roster. They should just roll with him. The recycling of Heineke? the quarterbacks, like once you figure out he can't fucking play or he's just a backup, just stop trying to make him a starter. What about Tannehill? Tannehill could go to Washington, but it—it it, look, it doesn't really matter who goes to the commanders, okay? First of all, Worst fucking name ever. The Redskins was iconic. I understand it's derogatory and shit, but uh, come on. What the fuck? It, it's an unbelievably iconic helmet. I loved it. Um, the Commanders, they they totally fucked that up. They could have come up with a better name than that. The Red Tails would have been dope uh, to honor the Tuskegee Airmen or whatnot. But uh, different story. But look, they always do this. They screw up every quarterback they get. They overdraft guys. They they don't know how to support them. The offensive line is never any good. They had the the one of the best left tackles in NFL history in Trent Williams, and and fucked it up and like uh, put him in a, in jeopardy of never playing again because of the medical practices that they were using. I mean, the Commanders are a joke, bro. They're they're the worst run organization in the National Football League. Daniel Snyder's a cancer. So as a quarterback, if I'm CJ Stroud, I'm pulling an Elway. I'm like, or or Manning, Eli or John. I'm not fucking going to Washington. Trade my ass. I ain't going there. And there's nothing that he needs to explain to anybody on why he's not selfish. Your team's fucked up. Why would I want to go there and waste my career?
0: I agree. Um, Place sucks, bro. All right, Bears, second team on the list. Can you see the wall?
1: I mean, I can kind of see it, but it's all good. I can uh, hear.
0: Let me let me see if I can make that bigger. That's what she said. Bam. Better? Yeah. All right, Bears. Um,
1: Justin Fields, before they pay him, what are they going to do? Not pay him? I mean, look, either hire somebody to work with Justin Fields every day on how to play quarterback, or all you have is another Tim Tebow type. Like – he can't, he can't play the position the way that you want guys to play the position at the National Football League level. Now, if Chicago wants to go Baltimore-style, he's not Lamar Jackson. He can't throw like that. But if they want to go, which they have, I, I mean, the, the new head coach has walked in and they are running the shit out of the ball. But if they want to play like that and keep Fields as a dual threat and, like, he throws off the run and everything's relegated to running the football and multiple tight ends. That might work. Their defense is okay. Uh, but uh, I don't see Fields being the Cooper future there. there. No.
0: Cooper Rush will be a guy that's gonna be free. Um
1: I'm gonna add but, the, but there's another franchise, bro. It's another joke franchise when it comes to quarterback play. Like with the exception of Jim McMahon for what, like three years or something, they their quarterback play notoriously has been God fucking awful forever.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, I say you get rid of Fields, dog. It's it's it, we're not ready for a young yeah. quarterback to come why in. Keep,
1: why keep him? I, I, what I'm Duke saying. We're not ready. Him.
0: Franchise, like speaking as from a franchise point of view, me and you own the NFL right now. We're deciding this today on our show. So I don't think the Bears are ready. So we need to move him. So we either he's a backup and we have a conversation. You stay here. Learn the game. Who do we bring into Chicago? I like Cooper Rush. I like Kobe Brissett. I like Geno Smith Um, because I don't want to go after an A-lister with the roster that we currently have. But I don't mind Geno Brissett, uh, some tough, gutty guys that have been around. Uh, Jimmy G even is a great fit, in my opinion, there. I don't mind Mason Rudolph. I don't mind Sam Darnold in Chicago. He's an upgraded Trubisky, in my opinion. So, who goes to the Bears?
1: Yeah, I could see a guy like Flacco going to Chicago, honestly. I, I think he's shown enough this year to show that he can still, if protected, uh, which is a huge problem in Chicago also. Their offensive line is terrible, pass-protecting-wise. They're good running the ball. If protected, he could statue back there and throw the ball around the yard for a year. Yeah, but but it all comes down to who's the next guy they're going to draft because eventually Chicago's got to draft somebody that can actually play the fucking position that they can develop. Trubisky, they drafted two. He got him the playoffs one year, but he was extremely limited. Already benched in Pittsburgh. He's not the answer, obviously. Fields was drafted, what, 13th or whatever? He's not the fucking answer, and they've gone through so many quarterbacks in the past. Cutler was their... I mean, to say that Jay Cutler might be their best talent at quarterback ever, that ain't good. I know. I know. So, That's what I'm saying. That's what like I'm fucking the, saying. The Chicago's just like, if you're a Bear fan or you cover that team, right, look, bro, I've been in Denver for six years, and I know they just got Russell Wilson, but we're still in quarterback purgatory. Like once you lose an all time, great. If you had one guy like that, it, it, man, it's hard to find that dude. That That's one fucking hard job, bro. To be an elite quarterback or at least serviceable. Like we're hard on the guys that are good, right? Lamar Jackson's a good pro quarterback for the era that he plays in and whatnot. You would much rather have him than 15 other quarterbacks in the NFL. Easy. But we're hard on the guys that are good because we probably think that they could be great. Like I think Lamar could be an all-time talent. If he changes some things that he does and Josh Allen, if he really studies and learns how to play the position each and every year, and keeps getting better. He could be generational and yada, 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 yada. They're not there yet, but that's why we're so hard on them now. Chicago's never even had a fucking guy that they can even talk about in that light.
0: Yeah. I, I'm gonna take right now. If tomorrow, I'm gonna make the decision. Me and you. I'm, you give me your decision. I'll give you mine. I'm gonna take. I say the Bears. I say the Bears take one of these three guys. And if you don't like one of the three, then you bring in your own guy, and we'll we'll move on. Uh, I say you bring in Sam Darnold, Brissette, or Geno Smith.
1: I could see. Uh, I don't think Seattle's going to let Gino leave. I think Gino and Pete Carroll have good rapport. They'll probably draft somebody. You know, speaking of Seattle, Drew Locke can play. Like, Drew Locke's not a bum, Drew Locke's just dumb and had bad luck. So if he can figure it out, he might be a, a good strong armed quarterback to bring in and see if you can build around him too. He's not a bad player from a let me ask you this skill perspective. can he
0: play or can he play in this shitty ass era of shitty quarterback play? Well,
1: like this look, he's bad in a bad era, but he has he has real arm talent, but he doesn't know how to read defense at all. And he's kind of a fuckboy. But we're t- look. Everybody on that list has big-time deficiencies. So he's just another guy I'm throwing out there. All right. Um, we
0: got some decisions to make with the Commander's Bears. Let's move on to the Steelers. The Steelers are clearly G- – Trubisky will move on. They have Mason Rudolph, who I, I, I think it's a – I think it's a couple days away from Mason Rudolph being a the quarterback there because I think this other no kid – Pickett's
1: not getting benched. Pickett will play the rest of the year. I
0: I think he's going to get demolished, though, because he don't know what the fuck he's doing. And I think Ray is going to be in there soon. So, yeah, I think he's going to be out. Dude, he don't know what the fuck he's doing. He looks like a deer in headlights. He's fucking awful. I don't – Well, I'll I'll say this. He's a projected guy. And now – He's not going to fucking learn anything standing there, though. No, we're swinging from this guy's dick. Like, that's what people don't get. We swing from the Desmond Ritter – uh, this kid pickett, fucking, we're swinging from fucking uh the kid Hendon Hooker at Tennessee. These guys are fucking NFL quarterbacks. and we're well fucking- I don't
1: know if Kenny Picketts an best. NFL quarterback or not yet. Hold on, hold on, that's I don't think that's fair to say that Pickett's not a quarterback yet. he's he's started maybe two games. he got thumped on Sunday. I, I'd anticipate that shit. like he's coming into the NFL. He doesn't have a ton of talent on offense. You know, it's Mike no, Tomlin's I offense and, and Pittsburgh's boring as shit. Yeah, I, but look,
0: my point is, we're saying that these guys
1: are big time coming out of college. When, when well, I'm then let, let him play mad. for the rest of the year. Look, he's getting... Do you know Pittsburgh, bro? Pittsburgh rides with quarterbacks and coaches. So Tomlin's not getting fired. He's not really on the hot seat. And Pickett's starting every game for the rest of the year to see what they got. And then if if he's not the guy next year in the middle of the season, then they'll bench him and they'll move on and find another kid. But they love him there. And I, the the fans love him. And I think that he'll be fine. I mean, look, you show me a rookie quarterback that doesn't struggle and I'll call you a liar. No, that's my point though, Matt. They shouldn't be
0: playing. That's why I want to.
1: He should be playing. Huh? Go play. Go fucking play.
0: Then, then what? Then you're selling me. You're cool with setting them up for failure. No, you've got to play to learn. Yeah, but you got to play to learn behind someone that understands what the profession entails. You throwing this guy to the wolves right here with a shitty roster, shitty old line, and how are you going to learn anything getting your teeth knocked in all day?
1: Well, okay. How is he going to learn anything standing there watching Mason Rudolph get his teeth knocked in?
0: Aaron Rodgers did a hell of a job. Mahomes did a hell of a job. Yeah, but Aaron
1: Rodgers had Brett Favre was at a roster that was playing in the NFC title game and shit. So like that, that's it's not even. You don't
0: you don't don't think Aaron Rodgers would have came
1: straight out of Cal and bald? Um, it. I I think that if Aaron Rodgers went somewhere that needed him to play immediately, he probably wouldn't have had the same career. But he that's uh, it's a different circumstance because i can say that peyton manning started every game and sucked as a rookie and he's the one of the best players that's ever played the position so yeah
0: but they they that team that roster was similar to a cowboy jimmy johnson team where troy aikman came in went one in 15 and they went and got fucking eric williams larry allen fucking uh harper Novacek, they did a hell of a job building around him and just Uh, yeah
1: i don't know about that either the minute that peyton got hurt they went two and 14
0: so right but i'm saying he built a roster though that roster
1: was being built it wasn't a super bowl team year two okay so so the steelers went out and drafted pickett and pickens and they've got deandre johnson and Najee and if they go out and add more pieces next year and Watt comes back healthy, absolutely Kenny Pickett can be successful in Pittsburgh, 100%. It's not like the fucking Colts had Marvin Harrison and and Dallas Clark and fucking, you know, who's the other? Reggie Wayne and Ajay and all these guys. They went and fucking got him. They got rid of fucking Marshall Polk well, and went and got they, Edwin we're James. Comparing, like,
0: we're comparing fucking Pickett, who I don't believe is very good in college, to a Peyton Manning, who I think is a top... No, I'm,
1: comparing, I'm comparing the situations. It's- no, I,
0: I know. I know what you're saying. But I'm just saying that's why I don't agree because I don't believe Pickett is the guy. I see what you're saying. I I believe what you're saying. I, I agree. If it was Peyton Manning in this role, Pickett is not the guy to throw into this role because he'll never gain anything. Peyton Manning was a fucking... Hall of Famer's
1: son. So, so how do you expect? Are we just so what you're saying is your assumption that Kenny Pickett can't play will should keep him off the field rather than we just spent a first round pick on this kid and we need to figure out if he can play. And, like, that's what this year is about for Pittsburgh.
0: Yes, because this year, this year for the
1: team is already shit. Like, this team so is fucked. what this team's fuck? What fucking difference does it make then if you have to play the kid to figure out well, if he can play? Well, now we're what back. What if he comes in band. and we win some games and shit? Like, the
0: only reason I'm like, the only reason I'm saying what I'm saying is because I'm like, I'm not the guy to want to throw this kid in the fucking like as a use him as a piece of meat because that's where he's gonna be. And he played
1: quarterback like, for the Steelers man. like dog. You you're you're being paid to play quarterback here. Go fucking play quarterback like. Yeah, there's no just, being thrown to the wolves like you're an NFL football player. Go fucking play.
0: I just think that Rudolph is better, gives me a better chance to win
1: right now. And yeah, but Tomlin he's not, not the future, game. and they don't. I don't
0: think Tomlin wants to win next year. He wants to win every game this year. Don't you agree?
1: I agree with that, but at the same time, I also think that he looks at this year and goes, "Okay, I know what Mason Rudolph is, and he he must have known better than me because I I don't think Mason Rudolph is special. He's a backup." I know what Ms. Brisky is. We tried to go the let's play conservative, score 17 points and fucking win. Our defense is good. Watts out for the majority of the year. The defense is going to have to hold us. We can't run the ball. But we've got this rookie we just drafted and everyone's clamoring for him and he's going to fucking play. And to be honest with you, putting him on the sideline and just having him stand there and watch, that doesn't, As a player, that is the absolute worst way to learn. So I'd rather you go out there and fucking fail as much as humanly possible, be as awful as humanly possible, put as much shitty tape out there as possible. So I have something to fucking teach you off of and get you better. I mean, this this is a group effort here. Is the Pittsburgh staff going to be able to develop Kenny Pickett? Because, look. Every quarterback that goes in the first round is talented. No one's saying they can't play. What sets them apart is the situation they walk into, the stability of the franchise, and honestly, I don't know if you could go to a better place. I mean, Pittsburgh has had three coaches in 80 years or some shit. They obviously know how to win. They're always there. They have six Super Bowls for a reason. So, you know, they're trying to follow the Roethlisberger model. And if you remember, Roethlisberger didn't start every game as a rook. He got thrown in, but it was a much better roster, also. So yeah, I just
0: you know, as I know it's a business, and you know they drafted this rookie who's from you the city from the area. He played there and they have to fill those stands. They need those those fans paying money. And exactly. you know how it is. You gotta play the kid. I just gotta think play. they're setting up to fail. I think they're setting up to fail. Moving on to the Texans. You they like Mills? Be. Do you like Mills there in Texas?
1: I mean, I like I like Mills. I I I think Houston, Rudolph, right? Similar. Everything is a is a placeholder in Houston. Mason Rudolph, Davis Mills, same guy. Um, L- Lovey Smith isn't the uh, isn't the answer at head coach. They, you know, fucking Bill O'Brien went in there and gutted that football team, and then old fucking rub and tug uh Deshaun Watson finished it off. Um, I don't know, man. Davis Mills is a good quarterback i guess like houston's roster is depleted. <laughs> that's what i'm
0: saying I mean, fuck, man he's just a guy he's a guy he's a
1: backup no the they need to get a new quarterback that
0: is, is fucking awful man i'm trying yeah, to he's not
1: him. a good player Everybody's dead. Like i just he, think he's, he's he's ball small, ball. i guess like if we and, have to start him and Matt,
0: the reason i did this i wanted to just sit there and let you think
1: about it today and we like fuck Quarterback playing the NFL really is fucking oh, We've talked about this a hundred times. It's terrible. Like, there's only, <laughs> off the top of my head, like, there's maybe 12, 15 guys that are like, all right, I think we can win with him. There's maybe five that I think can win a Super Bowl. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. All right, Seattle.
0: Uh, I mean, Geno Smith, I love him to death. He's 75% completion percentage on the season. He leads the NFL in QBR, if that even is a thing. I hate QBR. I think
1: what, it's the – The QBR thing, I hate that. Fucking
0: Bottom line is, he's 75% pass completions. That is a real – I like that
1: metric. It's huge. Yeah. Uh,
0: but do you keep him? Are you totally in rebuild after this year? And do you go get a guy – are they gonna go get a draft pick? Are they gonna trade? Who's out there on the bottom left board there? You know, I, I, I think don't see going there. Uh I think
1: I think Gino's been there for a long time. Pete Carroll trusts him. I would not be surprised at all unless P. Carroll retires. That's the only thing that I can see changing this. I would not be surprised at all if Gino keeps us up, even if he doesn't stay at the blistering pace he's staying at. If he keeps us up and Seattle is Seven and ten, or eight and nine, something like that. They're not god awful. I, I fuck man, I think that he's the starter again next year and they build around him. I, I, their defense is terrible. I mean, it's awful. So they need to go spend money on defense and draft players. They lost everybody from the past is gone. So Seattle's in rebuild mode now. Um, they'll draft a quarterback, I would guess, in the first two or three rounds, but. Uh, Geno Smith, it seems to me that he's kind of rejuvenated and got his shit together. So I, I would just roll with Geno if I was Carol. But
0: see, We're back to the square one here. If Seattle drafts a quarterback, they got to play him.
1: Well, that's that. Look, that's the circumstance where Seattle would be drafting. Let's say, look, this is the only way it works. If Seattle's drafting at four and 13 and they're the second or third pick. Yeah then Geno's not the answer, and the season was a fucking disaster, and Pete Carroll might be retiring or moving on anyway, and maybe everyone's getting fired and everything's getting reshuffled again. But if Geno plays at 75% completion and, say, he finishes at 68%, and he's got 30 touchdowns and 11 picks, and, like, they're competitive, and they're playing games at the end of November and in the middle of December that are relevant, then – Everyone's going to be back and everyone's going to believe in Pete Carroll and what he's trying to do, and that Russell Wilson was washed and couldn't play anymore. And hey, next year, if we add some people on defense, maybe we can make the playoffs and see what we can see. But then they'll be drafting later in the first round. And it's does Will Levitz fall to the late first round and he's a developmental first round quarterback? Or do we roll with Drew Locke as the backup or do we draft someone in the second or third round and develop them? So Russell Wilson was a third round draft pick and fucking stepped in and took Matt Flynn's job after he signed like a $50 million contract or some shit. So you can find players that aren't first rounders and at at quarterback and Geno's a second rounder too with the Jets. So I I like Geno going back That's
0: why I'm looking at the blue possibility on the bottom left down here. And I I don't see fields being moved yet because he's too young. They're going to keep him. They wasted a pick on him. I, Lamar Murray, or Kyler Murray's not going nowhere. I just have him in there as shitty, but he's not going nowhere unless he goes to baseball and fucking gives the money back. When <laughs> Baker needs to just get out of football, they need to fucking get out of football. Uh Cooper <laughs> Rush.
1: Shitty. <laughs>
0: Cooper Rush will probably be somebody's fucking starter next year, in my opinion. Cooper I'll Rush I'll tell you what though. I'll tell you better. what.
1: If Jerry Jones is smart, he's gonna just fucking pay Cooper and keep him. Because Dak, Dak is always fucking hurt, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like,
0: you know, or do you trade? I mean, I know we're not, we're going to run. Yes,
1: them. No, the answer to your question is yes. You trade Dak Prescott and you get a bunch yes. of fucking sticks. Look, dog, look, look, look. If I wouldn't even start Dak right now. I wouldn't either. Like, look, unless if Cooper, especially, especially, look. Sunday night, Dallas and Philly play, right? That's going to be a fucking war. Because Dallas's defense is legit. They are fucking good. And Dan Quinn has them rolling. And McIntyre has Kellen Moore under control. He's not running triple reverse fucking flea flickers like he was with Dak and shit, trying to, like, maximize Dak Prescott as a 5,000-yard passer and shit. He's just got a quarterback that's playing in the system and maximizing the talent. They're winning games with defense and running the ball and not fucking up. So if they go out and beat Philly on Sunday night and the defense balls the fuck out and they control the time of possession and Jalen hurts takes an L which Philly's going to lose. Eventually they're not finishing undefeated and Dallas is in first place. And then Dak comes back and they have any struggle whatsoever. Then you have to put Cooper back in and Dak is done. Like it's at that point, it's like, well, fuck, we're just going to keep switching quarterbacks in and out. That ain't going to happen. So, Yes, I. To be completely honest with you, if Cooper Rush wins on Sunday night, I might try and trade Dak at the trade deadline. (laughs) I don't, but I also don't think that Dak Prescott is as good as everybody thinks he is. I think he's talented and he can throw it, and he's he knows how to read a defense. He's in the
0: same boat. He's in the same boat as all these other fucks.
1: Um, He's he's a serviceable quarterback, but he's not. He's not fucking like. It's not like, oh my God, we got Dak Prescott, we're gonna win the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, no doubt. What the fuck are we uh, talking about?
0: Breaking news, little breaking news for everybody. If you don't know. Uh, I'm being blown up. Uh, Dan Snyder is claiming dirt on all NFL owners and Roger Goodell. The NFL has recently come back and trying now to get a a, a, a immediate removal of the owner out of Washington. This is looking like an absolute fucking who has the most dirt on who thing. Oh, and bro. now we're wondering Dan all Snyder about Gruden. Is
1: Gruden's shit real or not? What's going on here? Like, look, John Gruden said this when he got in trouble that, if you looked at everyone's email, everyone in the NFL would get fired. And look, the Red, the Redskins, Commander's franchise, Daniel Schneider, okay? Daniel Snyder used to have, every time you'd go to Washington, okay? I don't know if anybody knows this, but FedEx, Field, whatever they call it now, that place is huge, and it's nice. It's a beautiful venue. Uh, it's not like old RFK, which was a total shithole. When you walk out of the visitor locker room, in Washington and you walk onto the field every fucking time I ever did it, which is five or six times, there would be, listen to this. The entire cheerleaders would line up against the wall and stretch as you're walking out player wise, like ass up in the air, shaking. Like I'm at a strip club dog walking onto the field at FedEx. And you're like, what the fuck, man? Is this normal? Like no one else does this. And it's that is it's 100% it's because it's Dan is a scumbag, period. Let's listen, listen to this. As you say, uh, other owners
0: and other executives have been aware of the existence of at least him saying these things before. Mm-hmm. So what should we expect to happen now, Seth? Well, there's league meetings in New York and downtown New York next Tuesday. And we'll see. One of the most interesting things is that it, it takes three quarters of owners to vote out an owner. The owners don't think that, the, the, especially the owners who are mad at, at Dan, even over this, I don't know if they think they can get to 24. But they've considered creative ways, no way. of trying to force the team into the hands permanently. Nah, no, I, I think,
1: and I think... They're not a- getting 24 owners to fucking vote Dan Snyder. Look, Dan Snyder's not going anywhere unless he sells the team. He didn't say any racist shit. It's not like the, the Suns owner or fucking Donald Sterling. He didn't do anything like that. So, but he is... A fucking scumbag and i guarantee i bet i would bet that dan schneider's like one of these rich motherfucking weirdos who like has 50 goomars and like is just a total sexual deviant fucking scumbag in my personal opinion and i don't know that i don't know man personally but i can just look at him and tell that he is the kind of guy that fucking like he's like some 50 shades of gray shit he's probably got whips and chains and like sexual fucking slaves and you know he's got all this fucking money and if you don't think that money corrupts you're fucking broke yeah <laughs> so can... <laughs> <laughs> like do i want dan yeah. schneider to own a a franchise like the redskins no that's his historic friend or the commanders excuse me that's a historic franchise and he's has totally fucked it up. He's gotta be the worst owner in in the NFL, right? Like, let's just think about, like, now that Reinsdorf has gone from Carolina, Schneider's gotta be the worst owner, right? Yeah. Or the Dolphins. Who even owns the Dolphins now? That
0: fucking weirdo that fucking fired Flores and doing all this weird shit. I forgot. It's Bobby (laughs) or, uh, fuck. What's his goddamn name? Uh, Ross, right? Nah, it used to be Ross, I thought. Is it not? I don't think it's Ross anymore. I thought didn't
1: fucking J Lo like buy some of the Dolphins or something? Doesn't she own some Norwegian.
0: of it? Uh Marlins, I thought. He owns the Marlins. Marlins.
1: that's right. Steve Ross.
0: Steve Ross. Yeah, okay. Got um, it. All right, let me get back to the rest of these cues real quick. What do you think about uh like do you see Atlanta? They can't live, they can't live with Mariota. He's gotta go. They're gonna no, have
1: he's to a brick. he's a bridge.
0: A NFL guy or they draft someone because they they look like they're going to be a draft
1: pick guy. Uh, well, Atlanta, what Atlanta. Look, this is the thing about Atlanta. Yes. Mariota. Isn't the answer for the future, but the Atlanta Falcons are the only team that's covered all five games this year. They like, they are super competitive. They've been in every game. They're top three in the NFL and touchdown scored the 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 head coach and the entire franchise really is kind of under the weeds. Nobody knows much about them. They don't have like quote unquote star power. um that said, they are really competitive. So if they start struggling from a competitive m- at like standpoint, they don't think they can like really realistically win games. like they went out and beat the shit out of a, a really good Browns team with the exception of the quarterback. per that's okay. And they they won that game in Atlanta, so it's not like they don't have talent. But I, I look, Desmond Ritter is nothing to like write home about. But I'd like to see if the kid can play. Like I, they they drafted him in the second round. They're gonna see if he can play. And it's uh, when the season is not tenable from a can we make the playoffs and like make a run. Then I would see Mariota go to the bench, Desmond Ritter play the rest of the year to see what they have, I got an and then, thing. I got then I got they can make a decision.
0: I got an interesting take on this. So we have a legendary coach by by most means, uh, by all means, and in, in, in me and your world anyway, in Mike Tomlin, all right? Mm-hmm. He's a winner. He gets it. He's an ultimate NFL head coach. Now, Arthur Smith over in Atlanta, more of an offensive guy, quarterback guy, has nowhere near the resume as Mike Tomlin but understands the QB play and the vital QB intricacies that go into the position. Do you buy into anything I'm leaning towards is saying that this guy understands I'm not throwing this rookie in here yet compared to Tomlin, where he's a defensive minded guy and saying, you know what? Fuck this is my team roll with the rookie because of what we argued about earlier. I kind of tend to believe that a lot of people will never bring this topic up. That's why our show's the realest. Uh, I think Arthur Smith's saving a kid on a shitty team where Tomlin's like, fuck it. I got Mason. I got Trubisky. I got draft capital. I can trade one of these motherfuckers next year. I can do some things and play defense. Nobody brings this shit up, Matt, but us. So what's going on there, bro? Look,
1: so look, we just, got talk- we just got done talking about Kenny Pickett and like what we think their mindset would be on trying to develop him, right? Because wait up, before That's- you say anything. Pickett and Ritter the same motherfucker in my mind. Yeah, that, that's true. This this is kind of my point. I that doesn't we didn't talk about this other topic. Did Mike Tomlin want Kenny Pickett in the fucking first place? No. Because Mike Tomlin is maybe the most secure head coach in the NFL when it comes to job security, with the exception of like Belichick. Belichick, right? So Belichick and Tomlin are one and two. This I don't care if the Steelers go one and 16. They're not fucking firing Mike Tomlin. He ain't going nowhere. Tomlin's same going Carol, fucking... Same with Carroll, probably. No, exactly. Carroll ain't going nowhere. Belichick ain't going... They're not going anywhere until they want to leave. So, that said, I would not put it above anyone, let alone an NFL coach or franchise, to serve a kid up and make it and make it so everything, everyone looks at him and goes, You're right, this kid can't play just to get a better draft pick and or move on to get a better quarterback. That is not out of the realm of possibility at all. So am I look, am I gonna sit here and say that the Atlanta Falcons and Arthur Blank are gonna handle a situation better than Pittsburgh? In this regard, maybe, because maybe Atlanta really likes Desmond Ritter. And like wants to develop him and they're gonna let Mariota take the take the fucking, you know, take the beating this year as they develop their team. And maybe Pittsburgh and Tomlin just fucking hates Kenny Pickett and they don't really like him in the first place. And they're just serving him up because the fans are clamoring for it, and they know that their football team is lacking fundamental things to get but like look, they have skill players, no doubt. Pickens is a really good player. I think he'll get better. DeAndre Johnson, when he doesn't have a case of the drops, is a good serviceable re- receiver. Najee Harris is a, is a good back. But if you remember, every good Pittsburgh team you've ever watched, bro, they have Hall of Fame players on the offensive line. Dramati Dawson, Alan Fanicus, Jason Strelznik, guys like – they got bad motherfuckers out there, right? Yeah, they got yeah. dudes that can move people, right? All their, all, all their Super Bowl teams, their offensive lines are awesome. Their offensive line is – dog shit so their defense their defense can win them games if their offense can keep from fucking up but i i personally there's one of two ways to to look at this either they're playing the rookie and they're just you know whatever happens happens and he's going to be the starter next year and they're going to roll with this kid and develop him or they're playing the rookie so they have an excuse when they lose every game so they can draft one of the quarterbacks in this year's draft high and then just get rid of them because this assumption that you can't replace a first round quarterback with a first round quarterback these days is totally wrong. Like there's no bonus babies anymore. Kenny Pickett didn't get paid that fucking much retrospectively. Yeah. They could easily cut. They could easily go draft a first round quarterback this year again and he could be gone.
0: Hey, we're going to keep this board on here and we're going to use it tomorrow as well with Noel Mazzoni and we'll use it next week too. Cause it's just too much depth to get into this whole board and break this down, but we'll start using it little by little every day. Let's get into, let's get into some, uh, we got some things. Let's grade out the conferences. All right. I, I got my grades on here. I would like to get your feedback and grades on it. We'll go through it and take five minutes cause we got our top 10 to get through. We got our, I got to give you my most top 10 overrated quarterbacks of all time. And I want to get to um, tonight's football game. So here we go. I got the grades. They're going to be pulled up here. This is the AFC for me, Matt. Please correct me. Tell me where you would go. AFC West, top left. I got them in a B-plus based on the Raiders' performance the other night after they came off a win. Then they played Kansas City tough. Um, The Chargers have won two in a row. So I believe I had them at a B last week. I moved them up to a B plus this week. Denver being the team that just is absolute dog shit, but they do have a defense that travels. Matt, You got to remember that they, they, do.
1: Is, they do. They do fucking good. So I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying not to look at the Broncos as a fan right now because I'm telling you, bro, I, I've like I broke down all their games so far, and just because you brought it up. Russell Wilson really, 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 really looks bad, bro. Like, he is late. He is missing throws. I know. He, there are guys running wide motherfucking open all over the field that he is not throwing the ball to. I he know. is not changing the play at the line of scrimmage the way it should be. He is not making checks. He is holding the ball forever in the pocket. Like, okay, let me ask you this, quarterback guru guy. Is Russell Wilson washed?
0: And I have been thinking this Matt. I've been debating this I got this fucking guy winning MVP this
1: year. I look like a fucking buffoon, right? So, well, bro, I, I there's no way I expected him to walk in like this and struggle. With. Bro, I've since Peyton Manning left Denver, I have watched every snap of Bronco football even when he was here, but since, all right? And the quarterback play in this place has been fucking atrocious. Atrocious for the last 6-7 years, right? It's worse now with a guy they just paid 250 million fucking bucks. I've never seen – I haven't seen it this bad since, like, fucking – Let me back, ask you this. Boston it, Lynch was the quarterback and shit. Like, it's is terrible. John Elway the curse? What was that? Is, has John Elway cursed them? Dog, first of all, that's blasphemy. Blasphemy! All right, number seven is the only fucking reason that all the right, Broncos Steven franchise Ace, is relevant. That's the only fucking reason the Broncos have anything. If you look at every championship they've either played for or won, that man's involved. So did he? Did he overdraft Paxton Lynch and miss on some guys? Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, show, show show me. it,
0: he being so legit. That the motherfuckers cannot live of up course to not. for no.
1: him. They can't, oh. they can't live up to his hype. Peyton Manning walked in and fucking lived nah. up to the hype. Yeah, year one, that's Peyton Manning. He won that shit and got out. Well, well, uh, hold, Peyton was there for a long time and played in two, lost one, won one, and won an MVP and solidified himself on the Mount Rushmore Broncos. I don't know how you can. If you're right. talking about Mount Rushmore Broncos, Peyton's on there with John. I would take what I'm saying though. What I'm
0: saying though is, he's a guy that's equivalent to a L way.
1: He knew that those two are two keys in a pocket. Isn't Russell supposed to be that guy? That's that's what I'm saying.
0: But mentally, he's not.
1: And then what look, I I would not put it past Tom Brady doesn't look like, like real Tom Brady this year. And they're trying to blame it on the receivers and them not being healthy. And I think it's Giselle. And I, Russell Wilson doesn't look like Russell Wilson this year. And, bro, r- who I, just record the show right now because I'm going to say this right now. I would not be surprised at all in the next six to eight weeks, even sooner, that something comes out where there's, like, trouble in paradise with the Wilsons. Because that guy, look. look. I wrote
0: it. I did a video last week. I think Russell Wilson's fucking Giselle, and I think Brady's fucking Ciara.
1: There's something going on there, bro, where I think Russell Wilson's home life, there's something wrong. Anybody that projects all this fucking positivity constantly and never has any demon, I don't trust people that don't have faults. I don't trust people that don't have something to overcome every day. If you look and act perfect, you're full of shit. You're called a fake ass good boy, Matt. Fake ass good boys. That's my point. Like, There's no way Russell Wilson is this nice. If I, it's just not true. There's no fucking way. So, I'm all, uh, right, all right. Let's move I'm, on.
0: AFC West is a B plus. You agree or disagree?
1: Oh, I I agree. I think that if you take those four teams, and Denver's the worst of the four. If you take those four teams, and if they can figure it out, they're going to be really good because their defense is legit. And you take Kansas City and keep them in the West. You take the Chargers and put them in the East. Take think the Raiders will put them in the South, and the Broncos will put them in the North, and all four of those teams win the division. So, yes, fuck yeah, I think the West is good.
0: All right. Uh, let's go to the East, AFC East. New England's down. They've been down a few years. We talked about that earlier. Um, They're the-
1: still super competitive, though, bro. If you, yeah, if you go into New England um, and fuck around, they'll beat the shit out of you.
0: No, nah, no doubt. Well coached obviously. Uh Dolphins we think we we think and thought they were better than what we maybe thought they would be. Now they're starting to look more
1: like the Dolphins. Uh the well, Bills, they're they're starting Sky, they're starting Skyler Yeah, I thought it was the a porn star. I thought it
0: was a porn star.
1: Yeah, like they're, Miami's fucked their season. His, his name Skyler Moore? Skyler or something. I But he was good. He was a good college quarterback. He can run, but he can't play pro quarterback. Isn't there a so, fucking porn star like Skyler Moore or something? I don't know. I don't ever know porn stars' names other than Jenna Jameson when I was a kid. There, yeah. uh, there's, no, like, there's no, like, relevant porn stars anymore. There's just Pornhub. When you need to go on there yeah. and crank one out real quick, you just <laughs> type in Pornhub, do your business, and move on. I don't know who these fucking bitches are. So... <laughs>
0: The oh, Jets and the God.
1: like the fact that the Jets are three and two and as relevant as they are and playing the way they are, it warms my heart because I fucking love my Jets. Uh but but look, Buffalo's the class of that division easy. Uh, Jets are what Jets are gonna give Green Bay a problem this weekend, bro, dog The Jets are gonna beat Green Bay on Sunday and the Jets are <laughs> gonna bro, the Jets are gonna be the seventh seed in the fucking playoffs. I told you. I told people they're fucking watch out for him. My uh, guys, baby, just make the playoffs. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna talk so much fucking shit. Woo! Hey, for that reason though, I gave him a B minus. What do you think? I, look, I would even give it a, a lower grade. I'd say it's like a C because I, I think Miami is super overhyped, and now they lost two quarterbacks. the The Patriots are super overhyped. They've lost two quarterbacks, and it Buffalo and New York are the only going to be the relevant teams in that division.
0: All right, uh, fair. So Matt would give him a C, C minus. I give him a B minus right now, just because of how well Buffalo's playing and how competitive the league is. Uh, C minus to the to the AFC North, black and blue division. Um, what What do you think about that grade?
1: It, it, I mean, it's right. I mean, it could be even worse, honestly. The the North has been. Substandard to say the bet the least. I mean, Baltimore could be undefeated, but they can't play defense in the second half. And Lamar Jackson, first half Lamar Jackson's awesome. Second half Lamar Jackson sucks. The Bengals and Burrow are Super Bowl hungover. I mean, something's wrong there. They they got to get Rams the Rams too. Yeah, the Rams are Super Bowl hungover. The Browns, fuck them. Fuck the turds. Fuck their team. Fuck their quarterback. Fuck them. Uh, and the Steelers have a. Have a rookie quarterback and their best defensive players hurt, and Mika Fitzpatrick can't do everything by himself. So, you know, the, it's it's the grades correct. And the South, I love your South grade. You know, like, just give them an F, dog. What the fuck? Uh,
0: I'm trying to be like fucking keep him in the hunt.
1: You know what I mean? A D, a D minus is an F, dog. I, I, fucking, no, I'm trying uh, to keep him okay. in the hunt
0: where they can catch the North.
1: Shit, they ain't catching the North. The fucking South is a joke. The Colts are awful. At which I don't understand at all. I, I'm, You're I'm like dumbfounded. different to me, dog.
0: I don't get it.
1: I'm fucking dumbfounded on how bad they are. Houston is a joke. Tennessee, I think Tennessee could be really good, but until they, Vrabel is gonna, I can't believe that Mike Vrabel, after being around Tom Brady for as long as he was, I can't believe that he's hitching his fucking, his buggy to Ryan Tannehill for this long. Like, bro the guy is not gonna take you where you want to go and jacksonville i think jacksonville next year is going to be really hard to deal with but they're figuring it out right now they're gonna win that division though jacksonville's hosting the playoff game this year no doubt
0: no doubt that's fucking fucking scary uh I give him a D minus. Let's move on to the NFC. Give him an F. Uh, maybe I'll have to. We'll see this week. Uh, NFC grade. My my I like the, I'm an NFC guy. Like I'm a fucking uh, you know, I like NFC shit. Like I I just for whatever reason the NFC to me always resonated. Um A minus. NFC East start right out the gate. Dallas has maybe a top two or three defense in football. The Eagles may be right there with them. The Giants are four and fucking one with my pick, Danny Dimes. And Washington is atrocious. So we give uh, Washington as a football team, I would give them a D minus F. So we balance it all out. I would give the other three an A. So I'm going to give it an A minus uh, We still don't know if the Giants are for real, Matt. Uh, I think they are because they bought into Dable. Um, But are they a team that can beat Dallas or Philly, which they've already lost to Dallas as they're so lost. Can they beat those two teams at least one more time? I don't know that. Um, But I give it an A-minus. Where you got them?
1: I like that. I like that grade. Um, Philly and, and Dallas are both making the playoffs. The Giants are going to be in the hunt for sure. They haven't played. They, they lost to Dallas already. They haven't played the Eagles yet. So, look, the Giants are a are sleeping giant. I think that if if Daybolt can turn Danny Dimes around and they can build something there, then, I mean, they're scary. Saquon Barkley is a good fucking player. Washington, like you said, is atrocious. They, they're they an after an afterthought, but. Dallas and Philly are... I mean, they've got to be looking at themselves in the mirror right now. Look, like We could easily represent the NFC this year if we can get our shit together. So, great division. It's good to see the NFC East back in a competitive, you know, atmosphere where everybody's good. I remember for a long time that division... I mean, fuck, man. That division was just super fucking loaded. They were all good all the time. And, it, you know, it was... It was fun to watch. So it, it's kind of
0: different. It's kind of different because just a year ago, the NFC West was a, was like the AFC West coming into this year, right? Yep. They were the loaded division. And now they've actually just all taken a shit.
1: Yeah, they've Uh, all regretted The
0: Niners are the good one, obviously. Uh, You know, the the power rankings is something I want to go through with the other day. They they have Green Bay ranked ahead of the the Giants, who beat them head-to-head in London. The Giants aren't even in the top 10 power ranking, and they got the Packers at, like, seven. I'm like, what the fuck?
1: Who makes this? The the Packers are fucking not very—the Packers aren't going to make the playoffs, dog.
0: Dude, I'm like, who the fuck makes these fucking rankings? Like, you don't even have the Vikings. They
1: they had the Vikings after the
0: Packers. I said, first yes. of all, Vikings beat the Packers, too.
1: Like, yeah, I don't understand look, this fucking rankings. You know who makes these rankings? A bunch of fucking nerds sitting yes. in the basement. Steven They're Ace sitting there Man. mashing Cheetos and hammering Mountain Dew and fucking jerking off to the Spice Channel and shit. That's who's making these fucking rankings. Sitting there playing Fortnite and shit. <laughs> with Kyler Murray, he's in there too watching it. The, the, right, last, so. the last vagina they saw is the one they came out of. All
0: right, so yeah. Uh <laughs> I used to tell my kids all the time. Last time you had pussy when pussy had you, motherfucker. <laughs> all right, so the Cardinals are an absolute shit show. Uh <laughs> I don't I don't see how the Cardinals get out of the way. I don't see I don't see the Cardinals getting through the season
1: with Cliff Kingsbury. As the head coach. I think he finishes the year, but the, I think they'll fire him at the end of the season because you you need to find somebody that can like, I know that Kyler and Cliff liked each other because of college and recruiting and all that bullshit back in the day, but I don't think they like each other anymore. I, I think that there's some discourse there and that, look, let's be real. Regardless how you feel about Cliff Kingsbury, He's just the coach. He can only ask the quarterback to do so much, right? That's what I'm saying. The fucking quarterback, Kyler Murray, uh-huh, is a fucking turd. Yeah, he's a turd, and they just gave him so much money. And I look, dog, like I'm sorry, but Kyler Murray just—he uh, don't—he doesn't do it for me. He just doesn't do it. He's—he nah. doesn't look like he knows what he's doing, nah. and. I I think eventually it's going to it's definitely going to catch up with him when his foot speed stops but he's just not only that like he seems like a little spoiled entitled bitch boy and I don't like it. There's let me let me this.
0: If Kyler Murray was the feature on a porn my dick would be
1: limp. Well it would be 30 seconds of really 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 uninspiring fucking fucking
0: i i'm just like there's a lot of guys out here if they were porn stars my dick would be limp because there's a lot of fucking underachieving <laughs> quarterbacks in the nfl and it's fucking unbelievable in his lime fucking suit like you look like a lime motherfucker you're this big and you're that fucking built you're built
1: like a lime too you you remember the uh who was the the little oh, fuck man on those the cartoons back in the day uh Man, I can't remember the fucking guy's name but he, the little tiny motherfucker on the cartoons whatever Marcus? No the 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 little Martian dude <laughs> Remember the uh, Martian dude he was like this yeah, fucking big and he innocent. would run up and like he's annoyed about everything all the time and yeah, that,
0: fuck I don't remember
1: uh, I can't remember Marvin the Martian Fucking oh, Marvin yeah, the Martian plays go. Go. quarterback for fucking Marvin the Martian Arizona
0: uh, do you think anybody out of that besides the nine are the Rams just done or, or are they just gonna figure it out late because of talent? I had no. I had Hardy on it. He does, he doesn't believe in their talent. He thinks their talent is kind of just first layer. He don't believe yeah, they I, think, they, I
1: think they're forever. I think they're in trouble. Mm-hmm. They they need to they losing Robert Woods, getting rid of Robert Woods was fucking super stupid. Um they don't have OBJ, they don't have any depth in their receiving core. I mean, Ben Spinotik is their number two. Give me a fucking break. Um, their defense is extremely, extremely reliant on Aaron Donald beating the shit out of everybody in order to be successful. Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey is falling looks off a cliff. Jalen Ramsey yeah, Jaylen, looks Jaylen, average. Jalen Ramsey looks like shit. Bobby Wagner is a good player, but he's a middle linebacker. I mean, he he relies on everybody else to do their job to do his, and he's doing a good job. He's not a bust of a signing or anything. He's doing his job. But you lost Vaughn Miller, and you saw that the ability for it Vaughn in the playoffs looked like playoff Vaughn. He looks like playoff Vaughn in Buffalo because you have to fucking block him. You can't not double team. And then that allows Aaron to be one on one. Aaron's taking triple teams right now. So they it it look, McVeigh got his ring. They sold out and and got the ring. Whitworth left. The offensive line is in shambles. Stafford got his ring. He got his check. I wouldn't be surprised if the fucking Rams are absolute dog shit in a year from now. Yeah, I mean, their entire entire goal was to go get a Super Bowl. They weren't setting this up for a dynasty. They got their Super Bowl. The people in L.A. were like, yeah, great, fuck it. Are the Lakers going to be good? (laughs) I and know. they moved on. Uh, Dodgers like, lost
0: last night. So I'm wearing a fucking slap shirt with the LA Dodger logo. They fucking lost. Now they got to go to the Padres or whatever. Um, all right.
1: Baseball, bro.
0: A- a- NFC South, man. I think, Matt, before this grade, and, and you agree or disagree with this grade, uh, I think you're <laughs> even tending on going lower with the grade. Uh, okay, why
1: don't they get a D? I,
0: I know. L- let me ask you this. I can see all four
1: quarterbacks being replaced next year. All four in that division. I think they might ha- they might have to because Tom's probably going to retire. The Tampa Bay is winning this division, going away. I mean, they're hosting another playoff game, and they'll be there in the thick of things at the end. But the other three teams are dog shit. This look, the Saints, the Saints are very intriguing because the Saints, I believe, are a quarterback away from being competitive. They just so they have this great
0: defense, man. They're fucking atrocious, too.
1: Well, look, the deep, the defense is good. I don't know if they're great, but they're really good when they're supported. They are not at all. I mean, at this point, if I'm Dennis Allen, I'm just playing Tyson Hill the rest of the fucking year, trying to control the ball and run the ball and see if we can win nine or ten games and sneak into the playoffs because Jameis Winston is fucking terrible. And I don't know who else is on that rock. Who's more of a weird fuck, Russell Wilson or Jameis Winston? I think Jameis Winston is just dumb as a box of fucking rocks. And that's why he's so fucking weird. Like, he's stupid weird. Like He's the guy that comes around and you're like, hey, don't grab that fucking... Don't grab the stove. It's hot. And he's like, the stove's hot? Oh, fuck, it's hot. (laughs) Russell Wilson is just... Russell Wilson is fake as fuck to me, bro. Like he's he, he, <laughs> Russell Wilson is a mannequin, homie. Like oh, fuck,
0: dog! I don't I think, bet, I don't Ru- think Ru- Russell Wilson ready. has. Like, I don't think the world's day. ready for this show at six in the morning. I don't think anyone's ready for this show at six. Well, in then the
1: morning. fucking wakey wakey, bitches! Like we're here to get you going the rest of the day, so you have something to talk about it at the water cooler, and you can tell us that fucking <laughs> old, old boy Russell Wilson is a weirdo. I mean. We all know he's weird. He's fucking weird. It's okay. I mean, bro, you got all that dough and you're married to Sierra. And I I just wouldn't be surprised if, like, I look, man, I wouldn't be surprised if some weird shit is going on at the Russell Wilson house. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Let's let's move over to the the college landscape real quick before we ended up with our top quarterbacks. It's going to be a whole total fucking brawl. Uh, Me and Matt are going to fight virtually over this top 10, I'm sure. And we're going to get into tonight's game. Also, wait till you see my fucking most 10 top overrated motherfuckers of all time. That is really going to have Matt to shit on himself. So <laughs> let me get this. Uh, Utah coach Kyle Winningham takes aim at NIL and you to prepare to face Lincoln Riley. Apparently, he's talking shit to Lincoln Riley. Uh, last night, in an article. I'll have the whole article later on in the afternoon show as we have a, a star-studded lineup this afternoon and tomorrow, by the way. Um, so... Where do you take this? Why is he doing it? He just lost to UCLA. He's got two losses. And he knows if he don't beat SC, he's fucked. He's got three losses. SC, UCLA look like they're aimed to play each other undefeated in the Pac-12 title game. Uh, why would he do this right now? Uh, is it a motivational tactic to get their roster going on? By the way, the Rams called me. Uh, security called me about the running back at Utah, who's a former Independence pirate that I recruited out of Cincinnati. Uh they're, they're asking all kinds of character things. Winningham fucking benched the kid two weeks ago. He played a little bit last week. Uh, he's a shitbird bird kid. I, I told him what it was. Um, why is he doing this right now?
1: Because Utah doesn't have the same NIL base and financial backing as USC. And SC can go buy players and Utah can't. And... This is a way to also stir up the fan base and the alumni base at Utah and say, hey, like the same thing they're doing at CU, like change the restrictions and put fucking money into the NIL pool so I can go get Jordan Addison. Like this is a way for Kyle Winningham to get his people to wake the fuck up and say, last year we beat USC by 30. This year USC is going to beat us by 30. And it's because they went and got fucking elite players and we stuck with the guys that we had last year. So, you can he can criticize NIL all he wants, but there's one consistent fact here. If he had the NIL backing that Lincoln Riley has, he would shut the fuck up real quick and say thank you. So, you can criticize it all you want, dog, but you know damn well you'd do the same goddamn thing if you could. So, the fact that you can't means that you're going to hate on it. Period.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, all right, we got about twenty minutes left. Let's get into our quarterback deal. I want to show you. I want to get to the rankings real quick. If it, po- there we go. My main man Matt got it. Uh, NFL rankings week six. I don't agree. We don't need to spend a lot of time. I want to go over this real quick though. I do not understand how you have the Ravens
1: right? are four
0: consistent right now over the fucking Cowboys over the fucking Vikings and the how Ravens, have-
1: huh? The Ravens are fourth. Yeah, how the fuck, dog? Is this real, bro? The Ra- the Ravens should be like. I put the Ravens lower than the Bengals are thirteenth. What I mean, what? No, okay. So look, man, look. Well, uh, how do they rank these fucking teams? I, I don't like, know. It's do fun- they not watch them play? Like, is it all based? Is this Madden rankings or something? This is fucking terrible. Who made this list?
0: Cam Rogers, <laughs> no dog. The Panthers are five. the Commanders, in my opinion, are right there. I think them and the Panthers should be at the bottom as well as uh, and, and I. I would move I would move the, the Jets. Jets are twenty third. Dog. What, the, what? I mean the
1: Lions? The Lions need to be thirtieth. The Lions are twentieth. They're one of four. Okay. Yeah. This. Uh. This list. Cam Rogers. I don't know you, but your fuck your list, bro. Your list sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um all right that that list my boy cam rogers i had to give him Jesus Christ. this is atrocious uh um, why are the Jeff 23rd cam what the fuck i don't know they should be higher um let me let me pull up my top 10 quarterbacks all right we're, we're already in the first and 10 segment we're gonna run flat fade here and get us uh get to take a shot on first down um i, I I want to get to this. We're actually in third and long, actually. We're probably way past. So we'll go third and 10 right now. We'll run a rub route with a zone breaker. Matt's got to defend fucking six on third and 10. And we're going to have to slide with the back in protection here. So I want to get into uh, my top 10. All right. I'm going to get into my top 10. Matt asked yesterday about my top 10, and he spit his out real quick. I'm going to pull mine up on the ticker below so the world can see. You can all fucking go, the fucking chat. 400 people are going to talk shit. I don't fucking care. So here we go. I'm going to go, Tom Brady. Here we go. Before I pull it up, before I know you guys saw everything. I'm going to use this criteria. You've had, for me, you've had to at least, to be in my top five, have won a Super Bowl, been to Super Bowl, and just one of the elite of elite. All right? That is how my criteria kind of is. So here we go. Tom Brady used to go as far as wins. I do not believe he's the best as far as skill set, but I do believe he's the best quarterback. All right. We're not going to get into that fucking thing uh, as far as winning and losing. Um, So Agreed. that's for me. Uh, I got Troy Aikman because I believe Troy Aikman can travel to any era and be as accurate as any quarterback of all time. He is the fucking you, people do not. Five. You're 40 years old, Matt. How do you not believe in fucking Troy Aikman? You know how good he was? Do you really? Like how second, good he was? The second best quarterback of all time? Yeah, yeah dog. Do you know how good Troy, Troy Aikman, Aikman was? fucking Aikman? Do you know how good he was? Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Elway, I got at three. I got Montana at four. Manning at five. Rodgers at six. Favre at seven. Uh, both of those are very close skill set wise. Both have a Super Bowl. Been to two. Marino at eight. All right, I'm sorry, he had eight. Bradshaw at nine because he won so much. He's not as talented as anyone else. And Steve Young at ten because of just he was the first lefty to really dominate his position. Um, that's my top ten. I'll just let it keep ticking, dog. I'm gonna mute my channel. Go ahead.
1: Uh, I don't have a problem with the rest of the top ten, but Troy Aikman even being on the list. You're, just,
0: you're shitting me, right? You're telling me Clayton's not man. a
1: top-gen quarterback. No, here's mine. Brady, Manning, Elway, Montana Marino, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, oh, Steve, Steve Young, Mahomes,
0: and Jim Kelly. See, this is the problem I have with Troy fucking Aikman. Oh, dog. I... It, True, Drew Brees couldn't hold Troy Aikman's fucking left nutsack from behind out his of asshole, here, dude. Yeah, Drew, Brees, Drew
1: Brees, Drew Brees runs circles ass around asshole. Troy Aikman. Huh? Drew Brees runs circles around Troy Aikman, bro, oh my God. bro. Yes, bro. let me bro. Now, down. God. Danny White could have won those Super Bowls with those. This teams. is how I break. And, and people in the chat, Jim Kelly over Aikman. Really? Aikman beat Jim Kelly twice in Super Bowls. You dumb no, fuck. No no no, 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 no. Troy Aikman's team beat Jim Kelly. You so put Jim, Jim Kelly on the, you put Jim Kelly on the Cowboys. They the went beat fucking seven teams. Troy Aikman is maybe the most overrated quarterback ever.
0: See, I, I I almost think that I can say that about Tom
1: Brady. Oh my fucking god! Oh my god! Oh, Tom How can Brady's you say Tom Brady's all overrated? All right.
0: Tom Brady played in the worst conference for 20 years of all time in the NFL history. Look, that's
1: true. He played in the worst division ever. I know. I played in it. But and, he's not and let, me, let,
0: me, let me break this down, though. If you compare Troy Aikman and Tom Brady, and they we go out here on the park and go fucking throw the football around the park, it ain't even fucking close. Look, no, one's that, no one's more. saying that
1: Troy Aikman couldn't throw the ball. He was extremely accurate. And he did a great job running the system that he was asked to run. What, what did he do bad? Nothing. He didn't do anything bad. He did everything right. They won Super Bowls. He was very competitive. They—he's a the first. At the he in the
0: NFL, he probably had top two or three NFL arm strengths. I mean, he's—he could throw the
1: ball eighty yards. No one's debating all of this, but he, he is not a top ten quarterback like of all time.
0: time to this day. I don't care about stats and all this Drew Brees bullshit. He didn't throw the football as much. He fucking had a Harper and Irvin and Novacek. They ran 21 personnel play pass. I they it. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm
1: just saying he's not a top 10 court, in my opinion. Well, we're I agree with you, If you take any of these guys, any of the guys on your list or my list, and put them up behind the Great Wall of Dallas with the NFL's leading rusher of all time, with the fucking Playmaker and Jay Novacek and Alvin Harper and all these other motherfuckers, plus. Charles Haley and Jeff Coat and Norton and Deion Sanders and all these other motherfuckers. I mean, goddamn, they. I, I think that any of these quarterbacks that win argument of all, don't Any of
0: them hold water to me? That argument don't hold water to me because you're telling me Drew Brees goes to New England, he wins six? Fuck no, Drew Brees don't win six. He don't win six in New England, and either does fucking any of these I don't, other. Fucks. I don't think
1: any. I don't think anybody wins in New England but Tom Brady. I, I, I don't believe that. I
0: I think I think Drew Bledsoe would have won in New England. No I, fucking way. I, he would have then.
1: No, he got hurt. He would have been the quarterback. He went to a Super Bowl yeah, and was he was a went to, kid and kid He could. went to a Super Bowl. He he didn't fucking. Drew Bledsoe would not have taken that team to the mountaintop like Tom Brady did. They would have lost. What I'm Super saying
0: Bowl. is he, we never know that. What I'm saying is I believe a lot of good quarterbacks existed around that time that could have did the same thing that to Tom Brady. I argue that somebody could have won more than Tom Brady, the three that he lost in New England, he could have won because of Tom Brady making two fucking mental mistakes in a horrible throw, and I think they could have won three more Super Bowls,
1: but that's a whole nother debate. Uh, I mean it, – it, uh, uh, Okay, I can agree with that too. If he, they definitely could have won those three games if he would have played better, but. Oh right, man, right. this is this is a trick. Right, I got you
0: talking twisted, dog. That's enough. That's enough for me. I wanna I wanna no, get I'm, to just, that.
1: I'm, I'm like thinking about it now and it, it I know, I know you're you not are wrong, but I don't know if you're right either. I don't know. I, I, I know, I know, it. I
0: know. At least that's all my point. That's all I want to do in life.
1: Yeah, fuck yeah, with like you. Like all we have all you just get me thinking, and then we'll I'll think about it all day and I'll get yeah, back Yeah, no, no. Yeah,
0: my whole sole goal is to fuck with you in the morning. So listen, let me let me break this down. You got <laughs> Drew Brees in your top 10. You're goddamn right. All right, let me let me let me let me fuck with your head some more on this one. Is Drew Brees better than Aaron Rodgers?
1: Ah, uh, no. Uh, do you, you have? You know what? Rate? You know what? I would wait, take wait. Drew Brees over Aaron Rodgers. Yes. What? I would take Drew Brees over Aaron Rodgers. Yes, that's what I said. What are we doing here? In the yes, morning. I would.
0: What are we doing? If I was
1: building a team, I would take. And you gave me Rodgers or Breeze, I would take Aaron. I would take Breeze. Oh, then okay. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the I, worst I, I, fucking teammate totally ever. up my point in my morning show because
0: you fucked me on that one. Because there's no way Drew Brees is better than Aaron Rodgers.
1: I'm Rex not saying Mars. I'm not saying he's better. I'm saying he's a better quarterback. No
0: fucking he's way. He's a they better leader. Super Bowls. They have same amount of Super Bowls. And and Drew Brees can't even hold Aaron Rodgers' nutsack when it comes to spinning the rock dog. Come well,
1: on. I don't know about that. Drew Brees is like top three leading passers in NFL history. I think he can throw the ball. Yeah, because he threw the ball 900 fucking times a year. What the fuck? Aaron Rodgers is in the same generation throwing the ball 900 fucking times a game. Oh, what are you talking about?
0: He's not throwing the ball 900 times a game. This is my point. Drew Brees played in the same era as Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers was yes. ending with Favre, okay? We still have other quarterbacks that have came in and s- exceeded him, in my opinion. And you have him in your top 10. He ain't a top 10 quarterback in uh, his
1: Drew, era. Drew Brees Drew made the same. top
0: 10 in his era.
1: Drew, in his era?
0: What? in
1: his era. Oh, that's fucking crazy. Drew Brees won a Super Bowl with Is the goddamn Sam. Is he better than Peyton? He beat Peyton in the Super Bowl. One time? Well, no, he's not better than Peyton, and I have Peyton second. You have Peyton fifth.
0: Okay, is he is he better than Rodgers? No, you say yes. That's crazy. Is he better than Brady? No, no, no. no. Hold no.
1: On. he better I, than Brady? I have him right above Rodgers at six. There might as well be the same guy. Oh, Breeze? Breeze is at six. Rodgers is at seven. Young's at eight. Mahomes at nine. Jim Kelly at ten. That's my, that's my bottom five. My top five is Brady, Manning, Elway, Montana, and Marino. And the only guy on this list that didn't win a fucking Super Bowl, Marino and Kelly.
0: Mine too. I don't have Kelly. Kelly just is, was not skillful enough. Talent. God, Jim was a,
1: Kelly was a fucking animal. He could. He was
0: do an animal. I agree. I love him to death. He's an animal. Jim Kelly is fucking you playing quarterback. He's
1: not he, me. Come on, Jim Kelly threw a fucking beautiful ball, dude. He he ran the K gun better than anybody. You put Jim Kelly in today's football; he throws for six thousand yards. And what Troy Aikman do? You kidding me? Tro- That's
0: what I'm saying, dog. He won three Super Bowls. Your guy lost three,
1: four, actually Four, four. <laughs> four Okay, only four. Four. Right? No way. No. Now he's a fucking gangster.
0: Jim Kelly's a gangster. I Jim love Kelly's him. Jim Kelly's that
1: dude, he bro. He's
0: a cancer. He fucking went to four Super Bowls with an under-roster tr- that was not as talented as any of the teams he lost to, obviously. What? And what? Those rosters were loaded. They underachieved at game time. He's a dog, dog, but he ain't a fucking Troy Aikman. He ain't no fucking top 10 guy.
1: So, so you obviously don't believe the Bruce Smith adage that we don't think anybody was better than us. They were just better than us that day. Fuck no. Those teams the, are... gi- the Giants were not a better team than Buffalo. They just beat them that day. Matt, you and I know
0: both. You don't beat teams in the fucking one day by 50 and I, say you're
1: I that I, that I that totally day. disagree with that. I think that look, the, bu- the first Buffalo Super Bowl, they were head and shoulders a better team than the Giants. Okay, the Giants that day.
0: That was the only close game they were in in those four Super Bowls.
1: I I agree. The other three teams were better than they were. They were better than the Giants. They look, you can't tell me they didn't fuck that game up and lose to fucking who's the, who, uh, Jeff Hostetler and shit. I mean, come yeah. on, dog. They totally they went down to Tampa and fucking went to all the strip clubs and fucking partied their dicks off all week and they admitted it and fucked up the first game. You know they did.
0: No, no doubt. Um, I mean, this is going to just be an unbelievable discussion. We can make this discussion. I can't wait.
1: This is awesome. This is going to be an everyday uh, no, thing.
0: Uh, th- we got people in that ch- in the chat. Well, if you put Aikman in the top five, then Bradshaw should be there if you're just doing Super Bowls. I clearly stated the fucking criteria, dumb fuck. I you, said-
1: you said Bradshaw. Bradshaw's Bowl, in your top
0: 5. a Super Bowl and had the better fucking skill. Troy Aikman is ten times more skilled than fucking Bradshaw.
1: Well, Shut where'd up. you have Bradshaw? What'd you have, like eight or nine? I got him at nine. Yeah, I don't even have Bradford on my list. Great player. Okay, so what the the
0: the, the every the, the thing that all the fucking chat wants to know is I thought you said you had Mahomes in your top ten. I do. He's at nine. Oh, you have him at nine. Okay. Yeah. Um all right. Well, this is gonna blow your fucking rocks off. <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna get to my top ten. Overrated quarterbacks of all
1: time. And he's probably going to be first. Now, before 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 I break down, before I break this down and blows the internet today, the fucking internet's about to explode, bro.
0: Before the internet blows up, I want to I want to give you my fucking criteria on this deal.
1: Okay, you want to know who my number one is? Overrated. Yeah, Troy fucking Aikman.
0: <laughs> I can't believe this. This blasphemy. Stephen A. Smith should be on this fucking show. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta break this down. This Are is like, were you a cowboy fan when you were a kid? No, but I was a Troy Aikman guy because I, okay. I, 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 was at all his camps as a young UCLA
1: and okay, UCLA I got
0: you. and fucking my my uncle's best friend Homer Smith was the OC. They grew up together. They fucking was the OC there. And, okay, that's fair. All right, so, so here we go, Flipper Anderson and all those fucking freak wideouts that came through there and all the great uh, defense players. Yep. So let me get to this. <clears throat> uh, this is not an overrated list. This is a how fast we anoint these guys as the greatest list. Okay, So, so that's what I want to make sure we're clear with. Because, so because some of these guys may end up being great. I'm just saying right now, we've anointed them as the GOAT way too fast.
1: Is Phyllis Rivers on your list?
0: On this list? No. Yeah.
1: He sucked, too. All
0: right, here we go. Here we go. Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz, Ryan Leaf, Jamarcus Russell, RG fucking three, Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Tim Couch. Fuck with me. Fuck with me.
1: You just put Jamarcus Russell and Patrick Mahomes on the same fucking list. I stole my coffee. And I got shit all over my desk now. Fuck! You can't put Patrick Mahomes and Jamarcus Russell on the same lift, dog. Yeah, you can. And Ryan Leaf! Ryan yeah, Leaf! You did it! Ryan Leaf! Fuck! I gotta go. The day's over. The show's over. I gotta clean this coffee up and go change my pants because I just shit them. You just put Patrick Mahomes on the same fucking page as Jamarcus Russell and Ryan Leaf! Ah!
0: Yeah, I appreciate it. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member Loaded Morning Show. And we will see you later on this afternoon. I got a star-studded lineup joining us at 1 o'clock today, p.m. Matt is going to go apeshit crazy. And we will see you tomorrow morning with Noel Mazzoni as we will be breaking down football. And we'll talk about these lists, I'm sure, some more. (laughs) You son of a
1: bitch (laughs) I love you Son of a bitch, dude